Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpinito, your features editor. And Rodden, editor-in-chief. Rutledge Doggett, site founder. Andrew Stretch, uh, liquid holder enthusiast editor. What, what uh, kind of liquid? Uh, uh, anything that can fit in a cup or a mug. Sometimes a chalice. Okay. So we are all 70% water. So aren't we all liquid holders in a way? I mean, if you try hard enough, yeah. Yeah. Just, Sorry, you know. I thought that you were. I preempted your sentence there. I thought you were going to say, "Can't we all fit in liquid, uh, in liquid containers?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's a bit of a dark turn." But no, you were. You were. Yeah, saying, I've seen. Oh, I've not, seen Breaking oh, Bad. I know how that can happen. You're still you someone in some use, acid to use the right acid and not the bathtub. That's right. <laughs> uh, and don't worry, listeners at home. Stretch is not high. He's just excited for Cuphead. I think. I think that's what you were going for, right? Um, and so we're going to talk about the DLC later today. But first, welcome to Kitten's Corner. A little update <laughs> on our Kitten's games. Uh, <laughs> Brett, how's your Kitten game going? I am at year 555. And, Fuck me, uh, dude. <laughs> what's your Paragon at, Rutledge? Paragon is uh, 27. Dude, so I have yeah. 97 kittens. You need to up that, man. I know. Well, the only way to do it is getting more kittens, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Get, get moving. Each one above 70. Like, yeah. Population. Because uh, I'm trying. You gotta, you gotta reset, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Otten, how how many years now are your is your like your stats? Uh, it's not gonna years. be too crazy. I don't yeah. think in comparison. Uh, I could, I guess I'll, I'll tell you, let's see. I, I missed the kitten corner on the document, so I didn't have it open. I added that right at the last second. <laughs> okay. Yeah, say, I saw I it right at it. That's, that's why I, uh, <laughs> that's why I threw it to him first. So total <laughs> years. Where's I can say, stop total. anytime I want. Sure, you can, yeah. Total years that's plays totally at, nice. uh, 1,432. Okay. I'm catching up. Yeah, yeah and, I'm, and I'm now at 80,000 80, clicks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know how websites work, but I know that we have a server that keeps techraptor.net, which you can check out. We publish features every day over there. Um, are you putting Kitten's Game like on the same server? Is that how you're just running up the numbers? Like you just so it, have it I, on? I get up, get my coffee, open my browser, go to Kitten's Game, <laughs> let it run literally all day, okay. and just click from time to time and then at the end of the day i save it push it to the cloud save and go over to my mac and watch shows and do it there uh, and too. continue running until <laughs> bedtime this um, make you have no idea how happy this makes me to hear this <laughs> listen i can stop anytime i want it's uh, this I is like like spreadsheets gamified and it just really yeah. i love it um, See, I'm in my element. When you say I can stop anytime I want, I don't believe it. But Stretch, I, I know you, you. You're the success story. You, you're the recovered kittens game addict now. I am. I am free. I am free from it. Um, it was just. It was going too slow for me. It's. It <laughs> definitely seems appealing. How much more there is to it, but it just at the rate that things were occurring was just not aligning with with my attention span. So I closed it down one day and I walked away and I have not opened it back up again. 
Very nice. I'm proud of you. Well, hey, you I, know think what? I think Super I'm going to get my one-week kitten pin in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> That's just superhuman resolve. Yeah. I think I'm at... I, I don't have it up because I guess I'm not as addicted as Rut right now. <laughs> Neither um, am I. And I'm... Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing it while we're, while we're doing the show. Uh, I think I'm at year like 350-ish or so, maybe 375 around there. I think I've got like 93 kittens and I'm about to unlock the the thing where you can turn worship into into epiphany. I haven't yeah. unlocked that don't thing do yet. Don't do that, but yeah. Oh, don't do, do that? that? No. But then you pray faster, just uh, like real life. It's, it doesn't it doesn't pay off till later. Don't warp, don't bother with it early. Okay, fine. So if that segment made no sense to you, uh, two weeks ago, Otten assaulted us with a game called Kitten's Game. Has it only been two weeks? I think yeah. it was two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah it's just two yeah. weeks. Yeah. Um, I guess it's, it's been a, a lot longer for me. It's a clicker, and we've all become addicted. Well, Stretch isn't addicted anymore, but... Back in Otten's day, he had to raise kittens up hills both yeah, ways right. in the snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all alone. And, and the, the, my favorite thing about this is that we are very committed to the bit. And this game only has like a couple of thousand downloads on the Google Play Store, right? It's like, <laughs> it was like 50,000 like or something, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So I promise this is not sponsored by Kitten Games. Kitten's no, game. no. But if, if we become to. if we become responsible for its mainstream ra- crazy success, I would not complain. Me neither, because it's fantastic. Yeah, it really, it's just for Your the simplicity. Free, it free gets... web game with no ads running. Hit us up for a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, the the app on your phone's like three bucks. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, only three. No. <laughs> and can I add free web game that's been around for like a decade for a long time? No ads. Yeah. Still can't believe you guys haven't heard of nation states. Fuck it. Yeah, okay, that's we'll old post, people. Okay, yeah, post about it on your geo cities, and maybe you'll find out what it is. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So let's we'll let's get into some about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now that concert was fire. I bet it was. Yeah. Um, let's get into some news. Nintendo had a direct mini, they called it, uh, where it was just a bunch of games from their partners, a lot of third-party things. So no. Breath of the Wild 2 updates, no Metroid Prime 4 updates, no Bayonetta 3, any of that. But there's still quite a few cool things to come out of that Direct that I think uh, is worth worth checking out. Got got me excited. Um, we're getting that Mega Man Battle Network. Oh my god. It's finally here. <laughs> it's, it's the announcement of the decade, not just this year. Yeah. I've been, if I went, so right now, if anybody uses Slack, we don't use Slack Pro. So, but we have a trial of it, and you can search any like through the history of your Slack. Oh, good. And there's several E3s in a row where I'm like, "Where's Mega Man Battle Network collection?" <laughs> <laughs> like if you search Battle Network, Network yeah. it's only you. And uh, it's finally here. It's the best. Uh, those really games was kind of like great. the big surprise of it all as well. I, I don't think, think it was. Anyone was expecting Battle Network yeah, to be the put worst out. part of it is that it's next year. I have to wait till next year. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it where physically it's one bundle thing, but if you get it yeah. digitally, it's going to be two separate bundles, right? Something yeah. like that. I don't think they've weird. announced the pricing yet, but that's mm-hmm. so weird. It's it like strange. I get if you want to release like you know Final Fantasy ten on one disc and ten two on another disc or something. 
Sure. Um, or like do a like Final Fantasy 13 collection and split things out. But this is this is like a bundle of uh, ten Game Boy Advance games that they're splitting into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's I some just, DS games. Yeah, some DS, the, like the, the later, DS, like the Cybeasts. The the DS yeah. ones aren't included. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's it's true. just the Game Boy yeah. Advance games. Like those are and the good ones anyway. Go on to like the. What was the sequel series? Oh, like, something oh, stupid. Cyber Force, Cyber Star, Star, Star Force, or something. Yeah, I think it's Star Force. Is it? Anyway, when yeah, I think Star Mega Force. Man, it's this and Mega Man X that I think of when I think of Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mega Man Battle Network is so it, I don't know. There's so much stuff. Like, there's not another game like it. Still, like there was that one indie game, whatever it was called, something from Eden or something Into like Eden. that. Into yeah. Eden, where it used a similar, pretty similar a style of combat. Style, yeah, but uh, this is just, one step from Eden, right? There, that, I think that's what it's that. called. Uh, but other than that, nobody's really done the Battle Network style at all. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just such a neat thing, like early on, too, of this weird internet world that kind of felt like that could be a thing as a kid. Even though it shows you how fucking dumb kids are. That you thought, oh, this will be the future. Uh, but <laughs> jack in. Yeah, I love jacking in everywhere, jacking out, jacking anything. Yeah, Lan loves to do that. That's that's, that's the guy's name, right? Lan. Lan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They really leaned into the Lan computer and stuff his in brother this. Brother Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> Not his brother. It's his brother. Come on. Yeah, they're kind no, of I'm serious. It's his brother. Oh, okay. It's his brother who died from a mysterious disease earlier in life. And so his father turned him into a program. Man, I forgot that is yeah, his, his father's this yeah. crazy scientist. Turned yeah. him into Mega, Mega Man is Land's brother. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I am excited for that though, because I, I hope because this is like what the third no, fourth major Mega Man collection. Because there was the original Mega Man X, and they did the Zero and ZX collection. Like Zero yeah. and ZX were yeah. combined. Yeah, and then now this. And then I bet they're never going to give us a Legends collection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, that's what is the there next to collect? Thing, right? What is there to collect? The duology. Yeah. Um, one thing too, no, I think you could about put Legends this... of Tron Bon in there. I was going to say, get, yeah, you can Legends get three one games out of that. Legends okay. two, Tron Bon. Uh, done capcom think, please for the love of god give me what oh, i want you, you know they could also throw mega man finish. x7 into that too just why not yeah <laughs> what's well, crazy like uh capcom is doing uh, we talked i think we talked about this some last week and i've talked about it some elsewhere but like capcom is doing a lot of things right like mm-hmm. rather doing resident evils becoming all this you know they've mm-hmm. they've re- uh, redone that but they like mega man has been largely ignored who was like their tent pole like their mascot, mascot forever yeah. um and other than these collections and they put out what mega man whatever like the original style i can't remember what number it mega was man 11 i think yeah yeah mega man 11. 11 may have been the last one yeah. i think that's it and like they have tons of cool stuff so like i was choking when this was announced in our slack that i was like i need to buy like 15 of these to convince them to make another net battle network <laughs> yeah. you need to yeah. you need to buy forty thousand dollars worth of stock there we go. so i can ask them <laughs> <Mega Man. laughs> yeah uh i don't know uh, if there was another Mega Man x game or a battle network game i'd be so fucking happy well okay so you're you're a battle network mega fan mega man mega fan um so remind me, isn't it like 
five and six, they did the like Pokemon thing, right? Where there was like there was one that was like Proto Man and Colonel, and another one that was like a, yeah, you know, it was like Sapphire Ruby Crystal yeah. or well, they yeah, did that all, that all throughout the series. There was a slight mm-hmm. variations. I don't well, I think I don't know if it did the first one. But yeah, they started so pretty is, soon. There was like white and blue is, and stuff. There is ten games in this collection. But of those 10 games, it includes Mega Man Battle Network 1 through 6. But then the later four have... No, all of them, everyone after 2 has a double version. Yeah. Right. But the one that had one version on the Game Boy and one version on the DS, that DS version is not included. Right. So I'm thinking of the digital release, how it's going to be 2 right like they're, they're doing two packages mm-hmm. so if the second package is like four five and six doesn't that pretty much only three games because you know More i mean less, there's yeah. like well, differences it's, it's four it's the two versions of five it's the two versions of six yeah but the first bundle is one and the two versions of two and the two versions of three yeah. so it's it's uh, very weird in general that they that yeah. they really are only releasing six games yeah. Um, it would be like it would be like me handing you Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, Gold, Silver, Crystal, um, Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, and saying, "Hey, here's nine games for you to play." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's really kind of three. Although, to be fair to Pokemon, in this, uh, I think there's more differences between their versions and the, the Battle Network versions. Oh, I can't. Okay. I'm trying to remember what they the ver- the differences were. Me and remember, a buddy would get the opposite versions, and I cannot remember what was different. Because well, I know just, like, five chips you could get, or something. That's my guess. Well, it's just different chips. chips, but also five had like it was Proto Man and Colonel, right? Yeah. So the, later on, leader. it was like you're a different. Yeah, you have a different dude. Yeah. Charger stuff. Yeah. I I don't remember the stories for them, so I don't remember how much. It's the later ones, I don't remember as much. Yeah. Okay. So that wasn't the only thing announced at this direct. <laughs> it was the it was the best thing. It, sure, sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, there, there was what that Super Bomberman R two seems like they're doing that like one v fourteen mode, yeah. which seemed ridiculous. Uh, actually, though, the real surprise for me: Pac Man Repack, Pac Man World Repack. I was not expecting that. Pac Man's mom. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I just thought Pac Man like the last thing I think of with Pac Man is Smash. You know what I mean? Like Pac-Man is <laughs> yeah. kind of an icon, you, not you a game. You heard it here first, everyone. Uh, Robert chose to smash on Pac-Man and not wow. pass. Exactly. That's, that's bold. Exactly. But Waka Waka. Waka Waka, <laughs> indeed. I don't know. This is the, the Pac-Man world thing is the biggest surprise to me. I was just like not even thinking of that. I mean, people do like, yeah, it's definitely not anything if you were to say you know, what's your number one game to remake? That's definitely not going to be on you know, <laughs> no, most people's list. surprise, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, people, like, it was a fun game. It was a good game. People talk highly of it. If you talk about, like, those obscure, like, PlayStation 1 platformers, once you get out of, like, Spyro and Crash Bandicoot and, like, maybe into, like, Croc tier, then you're, <laughs> you're going to start talking about Pac-Man. <laughs> right. You have to dig in a little deep there. What a, yeah. what a fucking yeah. dig at Pac-Man. <laughs> Yeah, because well, no, like I mean, it's not in that upper echelon of PlayStation yeah, I'm One say crop Sucks ass though. No, crop yeah. was fun. No. Okay. Yeah, came, if you wipe the dust comment, off, and I came at that comment from a place of love. Like, sure, crop sure had tank did. controls, 
but it also had a boxing ladybug, and that's kind of cool. Well, yeah. I, you could love the world of Croc, but you can't tell me it was a good platformer. Piss off. <laughs> was a <laughs> <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> Croc sucks. <laughs> But it's better than Pac-Man World. In hey, 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 here is where I here is where I die on this hill. Croc is better than Dynasty Warriors Four. Go fuck yourself. Hey, we're apparently we got two of a throwback. Two kings of bad takes on here. That's fine. I yeah. can live with it. Oh, you yeah, and Stretch got three. Yeah. No, nope, I'm I am just uh, confident in my opinions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we got more Sonic Frontiers footage, and I see someone on the dock added. It looks good now. Please no. speak up. Who d- who d- okay, it looks <laughs> better. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna need I'm, an explanation here. I'm coming back from my from my. This hot is the croc, the croc guy. <laughs> yeah, let's listen to the croc guy talk about a platformer real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it. it We've so much of what we've seen for Sonic Frontiers just looks um, uncanny valley isn't the right term, but like the beautiful photorealistic lush fields. And then there's a red boiling spring and Sonic in full detail, like rolling through rolling through the the beautiful vistas. Mm -hmm. But we finally got to see some of those like subverse levels, the the dimension levels that are the ones that you get keys to progress through the game uh the ones that look like traditional sonic games and they look good it looks like good sonic okay they do i want to put a pin in this real quick because i heard you say subverse and then i saw rut make a face (laughs) yeah what's that mean i picked it up for research um (laughs) what you remember subverse no. Yeah, just go to Steam and put in Subverse. Uh, Google Subverse real quick. And well, uh, I would like to see your face live um, as you realize yeah. what this game is. And only mm. uh, only we can see that. We're doing this for our own pleasure. Not you know what's funny about that is think of it within the context of Sonic also. Oh. Because there's, oh, no. there's a lot of Sonic artwork out there <laughs> that's a, that's that you'd fun. call subversive, I would say. <laughs> Very subverse-like, <laughs> if you know what I mean. This is wrong on so many levels. <laughs> just well, tell you what, I just tried to bring it up on my phone and I wasn't logged into Steam and it didn't let me see it. Uh, yes, right. that's probably that's the right. best. Yes. Oh, that game looks like trash. Oh, that's that's a lot of tentacles. That's a lot of tentacles. <laughs> anyway, Sonic. Yeah. Sonic. Frontiers. So, I okay, I do agree with Stretch, actually. I think those subverses i don't think that's what they called them in the in the trailer right but the the mini levels yeah. where we're like you're running around the field so the field is basically the open zone is basically like a hub world kind of like sure. a really big hub world is my understanding kind of i don't know yeah and, and then just the little levels are like the more classic 3d sonic yeah. contained it's like levels. Uh, it's like super mario sunshine man you go into the yeah. more classically levels and that's exactly what Sonic would like to be compared to Super Mario Sunshine, the most beloved Mario. Yes. Um, the best I'm, a, Mario. I'm a Sunshine defender, though. Sunshine's great. Mm. I mean, I'm still going to get Sonic Frontiers, I think. It, it looks just oh, like the yeah. right amount of no. weird Sonic that I'm into. Oh, man. Yeah, as, as long as there are no werehogs, I'm good. 
anyone here fans of Mario and Rabbids? Yeah, no. it was yeah. good. Yeah, I, I dig what they're changing with it. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I think they're making smart changes. Yeah, it's a little less XCOM. Yeah, because uh, so way back when uh, I don't know what why this just reminded me of it. Uh, what was it? The thirtieth anniversary of Mario. We did a a month long of articles on various you know Mario stuff, and I wrote something about how Mario makes a genre its own by adding all these little quirks to it. Like with RPGs, they made it to where you, you know you're jumping still. There's still some platforming bits in it, and then during combat, you're like more active doing stuff in mm-hmm. a turn based combat thing, like making sure you can time your jumps and all that kind of stuff. This feels more like they're leaning more into what makes Mario Mario in a tactical thing like because there are the there's the jumping around and more more interactive stuff rather than point and click to attack thing so that looks it looks like it's more engaging that way Mm. yeah just the like the free form movement no longer being on a grid um it looks like they're they are gonna yeah i i totally agree with you it looks like they're injecting more of the mario into the XCOM formula to to Mm -hmm. take that step away um, that yeah. we want <laughs> yeah that's coming out relatively soon too right like october something like that yeah october 20-ish yeah. yeah so i mean hey more mario for everyone and right i yeah. hope it i hope it can, keeps the multiplayer as well because that was a lot of fun like each person mm-hmm. controlling like half of the split team but then you also had to like um supervise a toad slowly moving across the battlefield and stuff um that was very fun very chaotic um right i definitely enjoyed that Mm. one of those weird surprise things when the first one was announced like what are we doing mario's got a gun now (laughs) (laughs) game playing around no more uh harvestella was like the second to last thing they showed i think um I, I only wrote it down because, you know, it, it piqued my interest. I was like, this looks really high end for what it is, which is just another farming sim. Wow. How from, fucking from the description of a statement was that? <laughs> I mean, farming sims. I mean, it's, I love... job, it's got a job system, uh, party based combat, specific quests. So it's like Genshin, yeah. Final Fantasy, and Stardew. Yeah. I love, which I'm love here farming for. sims. I want to be clear about that, but it's just like, there's a lot out there and many can feel like pretty basic, you know? Yeah. I've got about 10 planned to cover for the rest of the year and we'll see how those pan out. But mm-hmm. yeah, this one actually looks really cool. They're definitely um, final fantasy. If I, uh, farming sim that's for sure i mean if you had just told me square enix is making a game called harvestella i'd be like yeah that sounds like a final fantasy ass harvest moon game (laughs) (laughs) just the name alone no questions whatsoever right i'm pretty excited for it i think that that's a genre i've been enjoying a lot outside of the shooter just to kind of like was this explore Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and this is set in like the Final Fantasy fourteen world, uh, very Final don't... Fantasy fourteen art style, and well, a very I... fourteen art style. Yeah, and... yeah, but I don't think it's, I mean, it's just what they yeah. have on hand, <laughs> right? I mean, it's not to be confused with a Stardew Valley esque update that is coming to Final Fantasy fourteen. I mean, it's kind of close to Genshin in the way it looks too. Um, 
like Final Fantasy slash Genshin art style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely one that's like on my radar, but I am cautiously optimistic. Like I want to see more of it. Maybe play a demo if, if possible. Is yeah, it looks like it's going to be pretty deep compared to because there's like an overworld and stuff too with like towns and dungeons and um, mm. there's definitely going to be. It looks like it's going to be a pretty. It's not just going to be like very basic where you're just farming and stuff like that. It looks like they're they're going to have some depth to it, which is really cool. It's got mm-hmm. an alarming lack of belts. Yeah, no there's bubbles. some there. There are some. Well, no belts, no zippers. We know that Nomura's not yeah. on it, so we can expect a straightforward it, story. Is Nomura no. involved? <laughs> yeah, no belts, no zips, Nomura. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a clip. He, uh, they got to save his lifeblood for other things as they suck him dry. <laughs> right. Like, he's going to be a husk when he's done. Mm. Uh the last major announcement from the Nintendo thing, uh, which kind of, I don't know. I, I feel like we saw this coming. Yeah. Uh, Persona five Royal is coming to switch. Woo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that same, was as same day as Xbox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, shocked. Stuff. I'm, I'm glad to see, I'm glad we're talking about Persona now because we're going to talk about Cuphead, which is very Persona inspired. Well, it's music anyway. Um, right, because Persona, Persona invented jazz. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, good to right. see the Persona influence in Cuphead. Oh, Agreed. God. Yeah, yeah. I and the art so style too is so similar. You just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. I mean, I'm probably not going to pick it up on Switch just because I've already played yeah. Persona, right? But it's like I'm glad that I feel like since 2016, even before the Switch was even out there were already persona five fans who were like, I can't wait to play this on switch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, it's, what's strange there. is like, man, it kind of seems like it took a, longer than it, that should have for Atlas considering like SMT uh, has lived on Nintendo only for so long now, even mm-hmm. the most recent game was just a switch game. And so they know like there's a, there, they, they have something that tells them, okay, the fandom for at least that lives on there and SMT and persona are not the same. No, but the, um, you gotta figure they'd be like, yeah, this would do well on there, especially the old yeah. ones. It's really weird to not see like at least Persona Three or Persona Four on there at some point before now. Yeah, but I mean, like historically, hasn't Persona has just always been a PlayStation thing? Like I even guess Persona so, yeah. 3 Portable was PS Portable. Persona Four Golden still pretty new for them to. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, and then SMT was mostly Nintendo. Well, well. The earlier SMTs were on everything, on other things, but yeah, yeah. Since then, they've just been like 3DS and Switch. But I mean, uh, anything that's turn-based is like perfect for the Switch. Like, so mm-hmm. yeah. And what What's, I like too is I think like Persona is just it's stylized enough where it doesn't need like the best graphics. You know, yeah. like I think a Switch could totally run Persona Five. It has yeah. that Wind Wakerness about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I was really not sure whether I would want to like replay it now that it's coming to other systems and stuff because I, I played the base game I never played Royal but that it's coming with 
old 45 pieces of DLC. <laughs> They're just costumes. Uh, <laughs> I think this costumes that there's also like bosses and extra fusions and stuff in there. Yeah. I mean, those uh, are like end game and like you need to make the best, yeah. you know, yeah. characters. 99. Grinding. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Hey, it's still like, that's a, that's a neat thing for them to throw in. Like how the Demi fiend was like the super boss at the end of SMT five. And that was right. a fun little little crossover for them. Yeah. I mean, I think it is worth revisiting. If if you are like Stretch, who only has played the base Persona 5, Royal is definitely worth going through again, I think. And it's now that it's coming more systems and yeah. And like that that makes the time between when the first one came out and these ports make a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. Like at least yeah. to, to me. But I guess if you wanted to have played it, you would have had to have played it on the console that got persona five royal anyway so it's not like yeah. you haven't had access to it hmm. yeah royal's great either way go play royal it's yeah. good it's, it's good shit to me it's generally it's one of the best games to come out in the last five years mm-hmm. I, I think it's one bad. of the best rpgs out there right now i why well, I, I guess to expand it further i think it's one of the best rpgs ever made yeah <laughs> it's really good mm-hmm. uh and that, that's about a wrap on the Nintendo Direct. Uh, Sucker Punch, uh, the famed Sony developers, have said they are not working on Sly Cooper 5 or Infamous right now. Which on a bunch of horseshit. Just rude. Oh. I don't really care about either, but I was for the people really? that do. Not a Sly fan? Oh, I never played Sly Cooper. I did play a lot of Infamous, what? though. Infamous what, are you, what are you implying? Not implying anything. They're just hmm. fun games. Right. Well, when you think about the classic PS2 platformers, once you get down to Croc, and right. then there's <laughs> and then there's Cooper, just yeah. just below Croc. How dare you? How dare remember you? Remember when there was that like clip of the Sly Cooper movie? Remember that? I remember writing about that in 2013, <laughs> and uh, yeah. nothing since. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been very odd how much there has just constantly been a bubbling about like, oh. New Sly Cooper, New Sly Cooper, like whether it's the movie. And then I think that the movie got downsized to becoming a TV show. And then we never heard anything more about the TV show. And it seems just like the, the perfect thing, at least for some kind of remaster package of something. Cause Mm -hmm. it's, it's a stylized like platformer kind of thing. Um, I mean, they did a, they did a package on PS3. I remember. Did they? At one point. Oh, that's right. Um, they did do a collection on there. But I, I would love. Uh, it, it would just be nice to get some more mainline games because they they were fun, like playful <laughs> games that were just kind of chill and fun to romp around mm-hmm. in. Yeah. I mean, like, we have no idea what their next project is, if I remember right. Like, they haven't confirmed if they're working on, like, a Ghost of Tsushima 2 or anything like that, right? Yeah. So it's just kind of like open field on what they're doing next. Yeah. And I feel like it's just a trend that we're seeing recently with a lot of Sony studios. Cause uh, on the flip side of things, you have Mr. Barlog at Sony Santa Monica and all of this clamor and demand for God of War Ragnarok. Right. And it's and, yeah, and gamers being gamers on Twitter. Yeah, there was a lot of real, real disgusting shows from fandoms this week, um, and like mm-hmm. explicitly like the last two, three days. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's just like as as excited as you can get about a game, 
when there isn't an announcement of a release date not even like more like the rumors weren't even that there was going to be more footage or you were going to learn this learn that the rumors were that it was going to be a release date and information about the collector's editions and people have been despicable it is it has been horrendous to see some of the shit that that people have been tweeting about and uh chatting about that like they've been sent dms of dick pics and stuff and it's like what the yeah literally there were people literally sending with you dick pics and saying now can i see the release date and it's like like really you think that's why that's that's sexual harassment yeah (laughs) like that person could take you to court just Mm -hmm. You'll you'll get the release date when you get the release date, and it's not going to be any sooner or later, depending mm-hmm. on when you hear about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do like on the industry side of things. I do think it is somewhat interesting to to kind of ponder and puzzle and and wonder over. Okay, what happened in that twenty four hours between it knowing to be a confirmed thing and then pushing it back? Yeah, because that seems interesting. Like that's interesting to me, but like you just can't even can't even talk about it now because someone's gonna get triggered. Like when uh what was it? Uh like when Horizon Zero Dawn was announced that it was getting ported to PC and you had so many people just tweeting out that they were gonna, you know, destroy their PlayStations because fuck yeah. you, Sony, and this and that. It's like calm down, take a breath, touch grass. Please. Yeah, like touching grass is probably the biggest thing for these these folks, I feel like, because this is just there's so much entitlement that comes yeah. out from these tweets. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm I'm not a religious person, but God bless Corey Barlog for the way he's been handling all of this, because he could like there were a million wrong ways to handle this. And I feel like he's done it the right way with the right amount yeah. of plum, but also yeah. calling people out, yeah. but not in a vindictive way, but in a like a be better sort of yeah. way in a disappointed you know? dad kind of way yeah rather than like making them more angry right and even through all of this like if you go to his twitter feed right now he's like and hey don't worry ragnarok's coming this year hell yeah motherfuckers like he's still excited yeah. about the game he's working on you know what i mean like yeah game yeah. development companies do just so much the fact that us three or us four sorry i Otten doesn't have a camera, so I always forget that he's here. He, he doesn't. The fact really that exist. us four, that us four are getting together weekly to chat about everything going on in the industry is because these people go out of their way to to make something that people want. That just like these spiteful responses are just despicable. It's just crazy. Like if you look at the the chart of number of game releases per year over the last ten years and how much it's increasing it's like okay cool this game's been delayed there's probably another 30 that you could check out or that you haven't already checked out like cool off game's gonna come when it comes find something else to play because god knows there's enough um and the vitriol has never made sense to me like okay you are being incredibly nasty to these people what is that gonna do like, how is that going to change anything? Oh, I'm sorry. You sent me some dick pics. Here's the, the release date. Like, in, in what world do you live in 
that that would ever work. Well, I think that's a, th- a thing to remember. This, I talked about this. We've talked about this a few times since we've been doing this, but I think it's one of the most interesting things about how uh, the games industry works versus other like mediums, other entertainment, is that there's so much more of a interweaving of the community with the development of a game, and it's encouraged. So it it really amplifies when stuff like this happens. And I'm not like blaming game companies for doing that. I would say it definitely has an effect on making people feel like they have the right to say stuff. And then we also have to remember that there is a lot of irrational people out there that aren't mentally all or emotionally make the right decisions and, and stuff like that. And it's when they do get attached to something like that and they're encouraged to be attached to something like that, we're going to get these blow ups. I don't know what the way out of that is, or is this just a symptom of something that we're just going to have to always deal with, which would fucking Universal suck. healthcare. Yeah. Well, I guess I mean, so it's, it's one of those like, man, it's, uh, it's, it's something that the industry itself has fostered and is now blowing up in their faces because people fucking suck. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I mean, I feel was, bad for them. I mean, for some games, the community is, is really solid and you've got this like rock solid group of people that just love the game. And so you don't see stuff like that, but then you've got these other communities that not by, like you said, not by the fault of the developer have just gotten incredibly toxic. Yeah, well, and I think um, with something like God of War, it's so big to say it's any one kind of community because mm-hmm, it's so yeah. wide appeal. You can't really put yeah. it in there. You're just going to, you're going to get the breadth of everybody in that yep. kind of thing. Yep. And, and the people that are assholes talk the loudest and the most, and that's what you hear. Yep. Mm-hmm. What what were you gonna say, Stretch? I just think the yeah the people who are who are the assholes talk the loudest and the most. And thanks for listening to the Tech Raptor podcast. By the way, <laughs> hey, we only do one hour a week. We're not yeah. that. We're not the most. Sometimes. One hour publicly. We yeah. publicly oh, yeah. assholes and loud one for one hour a week. Don't right. hope. Don't put out the screen grabs from Slack anywhere, anybody. i mean yeah twitter twitter has just been a lot this week in in gaming right because there's also like people were giving ron gilbert some shit over the the monkey island reveal on the direct right because because they didn't like the art style or something which is so dumb and it's to the point where ron's like okay i'm just not going to share anything yeah Yeah. that's also a very 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 correct very fair response like hey i wanted to share this with you you guys are being dicks. Fine, I'm going to pick up my toys and take them over here, and you won't get to see yeah. them until they're out. Mm-hmm. Which is so stupid. It's like it. It's very evocative of the original games. Like that's obviously what they were going for. Yeah. What's the problem here? Like, <laughs> uh, it's so weird. Yeah. Do you, People any of you can... guys check out the Monkey Island website, like the teaser website? No. no. That you you pull it up and it like loads into like a prison or something. And then it's got three chat options at the bottom of the screen. So they've like built the website to promote the game as a old style like point and click narrative adventure. Pretty good. I That's love pretty that. good stuff. Yeah. See, it's like they do shit like this, and then there are people on Twitter that treat them horribly. It's like, why? So stupid. Like what what do you gain, right? Well, it's 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 I don't know, just so much time of of 
people twisting in their head that they have some kind of ownership over the creative process of these games or like whatever, you know, cause it has some meaning to them. It's such mm-hmm. a strange, I don't know. And I think it happens in all entertainment, but it just seems so much more heightened in games. Is it? Yeah. Oh, there's a word for it. I've totally forgotten. It's like the same thing with like, um, uh, para parasocial parasocial oh, disorders. that stuff yeah yeah where it's like you, you know sure you might watch all of this person's content or whatever but you're not their friend <laughs> like, yep it's yeah, kind of the same thing it's because you, you laugh at their tweets and you know you get their in jokes based on the franchises they create does not mean that you have the right Sorry. to talk to them that way yeah yep. exactly it's a fair point Last little bit it's of like Twitter. EA should stop talking. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, Devaco here. EA posted there are 10, but they only like playing single player games. Oh, man. There's just, there's almost too much to unpack here. Um, yeah. That it could use an entire podcast to talk about. Like, I want to shake whoever's hand was that had the idea to tweet that. Genius. It's, they, there's nothing more. There's nothing else they could have picked that would have been worse. Like, yeah, just that, just is that everybody already mocks EA for anyway. There's nothing that they could have picked. He's a ten, <laughs> but he's weirdly into Grogu. <laughs> hey now, <laughs> at least at least he is a ten. Thank you, thank you. Uh, no, it's just it, and it's funny to see the response to like to where even Vince Zampella, you know. Fallen oh, Order, single player game, Titanfall Two, single player campaign, and then you know the creator of of Call of Duty. Literally, all he replied was a facepalm emoji, yeah. and good stuff. literally a child company of EA ahead of the studio. And he's like, guys, what the hell? Yeah, like this might be the most ratioed tweet I've ever of all seen. Time. Uh, yeah. 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 Which is so perfect for them because they have like the most ratioed comment on Reddit of all time. Finding pride in in a multiplayer game, right? In, yeah, in a battlefront. It's so game, fantastic. Oh, what was perfect the at putting them foot in their mouth? The best review of Battlefront or Battlefield 2042 of would have been a better experience shoving the 80 pounds up my butt. <laughs> and <laughs> hey, some people are into yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not kink shaming, yeah. um, but my, yeah, my favorite reply to this tweet is is donkey video game donkey. Oh, How no. are your tweets worse than your games? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> ratio dunkster. Yeah, pretty pretty bad ratio on that. It's it's yeah. great, and and even like. Have seen a former visceral dev like you guys literally shuttered our studio for making a single player game and it's just like i don't know if maybe it was just like it was that that social media intern's first day of his first week at ea but like if you knew any history you would have never tweeted that well i thought they were gonna the, they, the thought process was uh we're made we're obviously making a joke about ourselves when we're doing this that's what people will think right mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. Like, that didn't work out for you. Like, good old, good old cell phone. Yeah. So that's the thing, right? It's like, in a way, isn't this a genius move? Because we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. I bet. True. I bet that that social media intern, you know, shows up to the next meeting, 
showing off all of the the statistics of how many yeah. likes and retweets and quote retweets and how much engagement that then filtered to other things you know we're we're laughing and stuff but i i bet from the oh, marketing yeah. side it's the best know, numbers they've the, had in 15 years perception but from a marketing side that was a gold tweet it's that oh, whole yeah. thing there's no bad press right yeah. mm-hmm. exactly well should we shift over and talk about some single player games <laughs> <laughs> yeah cuphead's multiplayer that's true true yeah not, you can, not online plays, but it's it multiplayer mugman yeah cuphead oh, mugman yeah. and miss chalice, chalice. Mm. well so that cuphead dlc the delicious last course came out and both andrews on the pod have been playing it right I have beaten it. Ooh, I am the greatest in the world. Look at you. Pro gamer. Very little chance to get into it. And what what I have gotten into has had me tearing my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> is Why is that? Just it's been so long since the original release. It's like trying to hop into a JRPG halfway through the story and just being like, I don't know who you are. I don't know mm. what that is. What words are you saying? Literally did that last week with Fire Emblem. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> when it's, uh, you know, when it's an an action platformer, shooter platformer, when it's when it's Cuphead, and you haven't, you know, maintained that muscle memory. Like I beat the base game um, in in a few days. I remember I beat the base game, um, but you know, from the hour I've played so far of this, it's just like I don't remember anything everything's flying from everywhere i'm so lost and i'm just getting destroyed (laughs) yeah i mean cuphead is a pretty tough game right it's not easy yeah they are difficult Mm -hmm. but like Otten, correct me if i'm wrong like it does feel like it's not the at least the bosses that i've faced so far which is like the spider one the the old man and the mountain and uh, there was one more that I'm I'm blanking off the top of my head, but it's like it's not just that you need to focus on the boss in these fights. It's like you'll have the boss like for the spider, you know, you've got three tiers that you can hop, like three levels that you can hop between, and you've got the main spider boss coming out from left or right randomly. You've got bombs that hang down. You've got enemies that come in from the background. You've got a caterpillar that bounces around like a dvd screensaver um across the screen uh and then there's one more guy that will come out and like will will try to directly shoot at you and it's yeah i just remember a lot of the original cuphead bosses being you know you you focus on the boss you focus on the boss patterns whereas this is more like um like those scenes in the movies where like uh, a spy is going through like a, a laser field you know, mm. so you've got to keep track of 40 things at once. Yeah. I'm sure that, like, if you play a heavy metal song backwards at 50% velocity, uh, 50% speed, you'd be able to find the exact pattern needed to jump to avoid every single bit of damage right. in a stage or something. That stupid right. Ocean 12 scene, right? <laughs> like, there's, there's probably, like, tool-assisted speed runs oh, of, yeah. of this that are, like, 100% precise perfect jumps perfect dodges yeah 
could be yeah i th- um i meant to i should have done it um i didn't get to it I'd, I'd be curious to compare it to some of the uh base game bosses um because it definitely does feel like it's a lot more bullet helly in terms of uh, avoiding stuff in some places um but then i i'm thinking of some of the other bo- like original bosses there were a lot that were like that and it's definitely um there's a pattern to everything in every boss it's not just totally random Mm-hmm. Like you can figure out how things work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, and there's definitely so much more to avoid. You're like, it's all, it's so much more frantic. It feels like, but I'm, I'm wondering too, like it's, it's part of, it's an assumption of, okay, you're probably familiar enough with the game by now to do this. And we're not going through like, you know, you're not getting eased into various mechanics or like, yeah. okay, here you are. You're fucking, you're an expert now. Right. So here you go. Uh, like, I would imagine that the average difficulty of these bosses are a lot more than <laughs> the mm-hmm. base game ones. Right. Cause yeah, it's like, well, you've beat the final boss. Now it's time to take on this extra challenge. It's like, yeah, yeah but I beat the final boss in 2019. Yeah. Like, 2018, <laughs> the game came out. Like what, what yeah. are you talking about? I like, I got the, I got the base cuphead on like, a Wednesday, I beat the final boss on a Friday, and then I haven't played it since then. <laughs> you haven't yeah. been booting it up every single day since then? No, not to, just... to do my yeah. my daily drills in yeah. Cuphead, beat the devil yeah. once more, and um, on my way. No, I, I love it. It's so good. Uh, I loved oh. it. I love yeah. the bosses. I love how creative they are. Because mm. um, I do think, like, it is, there's, it is, feels a lot more chaotic of what's going on. Uh, on screen but i love the the theme of so much of them um and how i, I don't know there's so so much good obviously it's cuphead there's so much good animation that looks so amazing um it's every single one of them i felt like when i'd get incrementally better it felt like okay i'm figuring more out and it felt better um i gonna get nailed that kind of stuff because it does uh, like all the bosses in it it was like this in base cuphead two have different phases and it becomes figuring out each piece on the way there um mm-hmm. and there's a certain satisfaction of progression in doing that and they they all did that very well yeah and I mean, Cuphead, it's one of those I'm, games i'm bragging on the difficulty through. i'm still having fun though i, I yeah. do want to like make sure that that's known. yeah right yeah, just classic game journalist right hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but there's just so much uh I don't know. I, there's not a ton of bosses. And I think there's what, 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 six like main bosses. Like that would be a cuphead, you know, classic thing. But there's also a gauntlet of bosses that you can do that are mm. themed around chess that I really liked that are a total different style. You actually don't shoot anything. They're totally based around. I don't, what do they call it when you, it's the, the dodge into the pink thing? I forgot. It's got a name. Obviously, uh, so where you you oh it's parrying yeah they call it, I think they call it a parry yeah so when you parry into stuff and it's all based on that that's the only way you you actually damage anything so you're not shooting mm. anything so so it becomes a bit more of a like I don't know platforming it, it, kind of thing yeah it it definitely flips up the way that the game plays yeah and it's I think it worked out pretty well like it, it they were pretty fun. Um, and there's one boss where you're fighting them in a plane, not like the plane levels where you're, you're flying and controlling the plane as, as a plane yourself. But there's one where your platform is a plane that you move by going left or right on the wings. Mm. 
and it'll move the platform with you as you're dodging stuff. And they're also mm-hmm. on a plane above you moving. And it's just, uh, I don't know, they, they throw in a lot of very simple ideas that work out really well together. Um, and then that same boss, it'll swap the, you'll rotate around the screen of what is like down, you know, where gravity goes. And that really fucks with your head. I'll say <laughs> like, Oh my God, what, what am I doing on top of having to dodge all this stuff? I have to do it upside down or on the left side of the screen now. Like Jesus. <laughs> um, but I, know, I loved all the bosses. It's, it's such a good time. Does it, does it make you sad that this is the delicious last? It course? does. I hope, uh, I don't know what the future will be. We'll know what, you know, when it comes out in six years, mm-hmm. but I'm excited for whatever it'll, whatever it'll be. Yeah. Even if it's just like Cuphead 2, I'm like, uh, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. <laughs> sure. Or cu- Cuphead X, maybe. That's right. Cuphead, yeah. Cuphead Battle Network. Mm-hmm. But not Cuphead Legends. That'd be ridiculous. No, that's stupid. Nobody wants that. <laughs> just... <laughs> Anyway, it's uh, it's what eight dollars, I think. Yeah, one hundred percent worth eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, because that's is it. Is Cuphead still on Game Pass? I forget or not anymore. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. Wow, yeah, it took no. almost an hour to mention Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking of it because I was like, no, it's not. Yeah, on I Game do want to. It is. It's not. It's not. It's okay. not for PC. It is on sale right now with the Steam sale. Yeah, for thirteen bucks or something. It's on I haven't wanted to get Xbox back into as it. Well. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I might pick it up maybe and like also go through the the, the DLC because yeah. I've, I've been in the mood for like a challenging platformer type thing. Again. It'll challenge you. Yeah, it's uh, just it's one of those things where it's, I think what makes it, um, I don't know if it softens the blow, but it's always makes it so enjoyable because it's such visually so appealing so amazing like it's mm-hmm. it's the top tier of the top tier of the top like it's so amazingly well done still and then paired with the music that they do it just it's yeah. so perfect the persona can, 5 inspired uh, that's right the persona 5 inspired music the love that they've put into this project yeah uh, the mm-hmm. animations are still so mind-blowing to me like and there's uh, well you'll see it a lot like there's so much even like on the beginning screen where you where it starts the fight like there's a lot going on and like in the background, like I know it's hard to pay attention to that also while you're trying to live. But if you really look around, there's so much cool stuff happening all around. And a lot of mm-hmm. tells actually in the background of these animations that are happening of, of attacks that are coming later on. And there's just, there's so much care and thought and particularity in their decisions and it pays off. Like there's so much cool stuff going on with it. I loved it. It's very sure. good. Hell yeah, that's that's the Cuphead Delicious Last Course available now on I pr- pretty much all platforms. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rut, do you want to tell us about Escape Simulator? Yeah, is this the um, Escape Academy or Escape Simulator? This is an older one. Um, mm-hmm. We beat we beat Raft this week. That again is a delightful game. It was really fun to play co-op. And we're in this kind of lull between games that that we want to play. Like Hunt 1.9 is is in the public test, but it's not live yet. Um, so in the meantime, we were looking for some stuff to play. And uh, a game called Escape Simulator is like fifteen dollars for the game and the DLC. Um, and it's exactly what it, it says it is. It's a virtual escape room um, okay. with some really interesting puzzles. Um, we've only finished the first. Uh, like map or whatever. It's like, it's a escape room. And I think there were four rooms and it took about an hour ish 
Um, and there's a boatload of them, um, mm-hmm. like just a lot. And then the community's built a ton. So there's going to be a lot of like replayability there in terms of, um, what yeah. to do. And yeah, it's, it's a, it's a collaborative thing, like trying to figure out the puzzles they offer. There are hints if you need them, but like, um, you're using books that you find to decrypt things and, um, there's a lot of things that you don't really think of um, when it comes to figuring out what that next step is. And then when you figure it out, you're like, oh, shit, that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's just a, a chill, little, fun, collaborative game um, where you're trying to figure out how to get out of a room. Um, so if, if you've got a player group that enjoys kind of solving puzzles together, it is a, it's a really solid experience and you can play solo too. Um, so, and it is timed. You have to hit that. You have to finish it in the, each room in the time limit. Um, and I'm guessing there's probably leaderboards for people that want to. Is there randomization between rounds at all? I don't know. Like you do a puzzle and then it's like one and done. I'm not sure yet. We, so we, we finished the first map, which was like Egyptian themed. So a lot of like hieroglyphs and Mm -hmm. uh, pyramids and stuff like that were kind of the, the central bit. And then I think the next one's like space themed. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know if the puzzles are different each time. Um, If they are, I would guess it's, it's still the same puzzles, but just different symbols and stuff. Minor solutions and stuff. Slightly different answer. Yeah. Um, because it is, I believe, a handcrafted experience. So that sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah it's definitely worth cool. it. Um, yeah how how big of a group could it support? I think you can have up to four players. Mm. Um, the rooms are very tiny. Um, so I'm guessing they're able to like blow them up as they get bigger. Um, right. but there's definitely uh, a lot of that kind of like, well, what if it's this? We'll try that. Um. And then those kind of oh shit moments where you figure out what you're supposed to do for that puzzle. Um, So definitely if you're into escape rooms or kind of like puzzle based stuff, looking directly at stretch right now. Um, I've already pulled it up on my phone, hovering over the purchase button right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, yeah, it's on sale right now. Um, Not on on game pass. That's what you're saying. Not on game pass (laughs) now, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's definitely we're, we're playing through it and it's um, we're looking forward to the escape. uh, It's got a nice style to it. It does. It's real simple. Um, in terms of kind of visuals and, uh, but, but really well crafted and there's tokens hidden in every room that you can find and you've got to interact with specific elements to uncover those tokens. Mm. Um, so there's also kind of puzzles outside of just the puzzles to get out of the room. Oh no. What do those tokens then lead to? They don't lead to anything that I can tell. It's just kind of like, here's some hidden stuff that you can find. Okay. That's, that's just, uh, he just hasn't figured that puzzle out yet. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it is, there are achievements shirts. for it. Um, so mm. I find everything tokens. about this is sounding better and better. Is than there me. a hidden secret language somewhere mm. that when you get into the hieroglyph stuff, you definitely have to do a little bit of deciphering to oh, understand no. Um, there's a little bit of math for some of the puzzles and, and some other Ooh, stuff. We so know that that's rough for you. Do you have Excel up on the other screen? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I was breaking out the notebook for certain things because I love when games you know, make you do that. Yeah. I love when you have to write stuff down. Mm-hmm. Cause it's mm-hmm. like this, the one of them was like 
uh, using hieroglyphs to put numbers together and there's like uh, multiplication and uh, addition. So you had to kind of like break things out to figure out what the, the final combo was. Mm. Um, so there is th- that to it. And it seems like each, each map is going to be about an hour to an hour and a half um while you're kind of figuring it out because the puzzles are definitely not simple some of them like you have to flip things over which is not easy to do to get to specific things um so yeah that sounds like a lot of fun yeah Yeah. definitely recommend it only on pc i don't know uh we got it on steam it's on sale for the steam sale but beyond Mm -hmm. that i don't know if it's on other platforms well that's escape simulator uh, if you're interested in that, check it out. Uh, I booted up the Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Hopes. Yes, that is Three the Hopes demo. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, that's even... long. Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes demo. That's a lot of words. Yes, it is. Yeah, uh, I not even the full game because uh, the full game came out. What was that like last Friday or something? The twenty fourth or something. Um, and I played the original Fire Emblem Warriors. I did not enjoy it much. The the Muso was just a little too Muso for me. Um. So then I was like, okay, let's test out the Three Hopes thing. Uh, and it um. It still feels pretty fucking Muso, <laughs> huh? It's still the same thing, huh? I don't know. It, it doesn't... Like, I think what I liked about with Persona 5 Strikers is there was enough changing of the Muso formula, right? Where there's like things that keep you kind of interested and engaged. Here, I can just mash. Yeah. And that's it. I can just mash, you know? Uh, and, and your character's kind of OP from the beginning. Like, you know, you... It's, it's not Byleth. It's not the three houses main character. Uh, it's mm-hmm. like a totally new one. And your dude just gets two swords and just does big swings everywhere. So it's like you feel no threat. You know, it's 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 almost too Part easy to win. Pretty much. Yeah. So I just booted up three houses instead. So I've been having a lot of fun going back to the... <laughs> going back to that um i i was gonna i'm gonna do a new game plus playthrough you know experience another story because i've already done the uh the edelgard one the the one where you basically just become uh, a fascist i guess because that's kind of her whole thing <laughs> um so i want to see what the rest of the stories do and i think that's that it's just funny to me how much the three hopes evoked similarities to three houses because three houses is very like um you know, there's the school day part of it too, where you talk to everyone and it's very chill, very like persona vibes. Mm -hmm. And it does that pretty well to the point where I just wanted more of that, but I didn't have to deal with the Muso, which is why I just went Mm. back to three houses instead of hopes. (laughs) Yeah. It just made me go to three houses. Yeah. Well, we talked, yeah, I guess we didn't talk about the podcast beforehand. It's a, I saw Three Hopes and I was like, uh, I was talking with Austin on our site, the staff, and I was like, hey, do I need to play Three Houses if I wanted to give that a try? He's like, oh, you probably should because of the story stuff. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. And that was, a, that was the game I went back to and I was like, I have no idea what's going on because I, <laughs> I didn't finish it. Yeah. Right. Uh, what house did you choose? The Golden Deer. Ah, that's the one I'm. That's Claude, the new game Claude's my man. Claude's a pretty good boy. 
Um, yeah, the, the Three Hopes would definitely spoil stuff. Like within the first few chapters, like I think it's an alt, alternate universe or something. I'm not 100% sure, but sure. It's, you know, it's definitely like the same characters, but different relationships or something. Yeah. And in the first few chapters, they're already like spoiling plot points that happened toward the end or the second half mm. of the original game. So sweet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, it's can't wait for whatever the next like mainland three you know, you know fire emblem thing that supposedly leaked the other day with blue blue red hair girl yeah pepsi crush although it uh i don't know that's getting a little too anime for me <laughs> let's just keep it you know keep it where we have it at three that's, three houses that's where you're wrong Otten. nothing can ever be too anime no, I said for me. I I, I know I can, I've seen stuff go full anime before. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm curious, what's your definition of full anime? Like, can you name a property where you're like, that's going full anime? Uh, Raven, uh, Rise of Skywalker did at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars did. Yeah, no. The, the two the beams whole... and they're like yelling at each other as there's yeah. weird. Like that was total. I was like, "What the fuck am I watching right now?" This is anime. Dragon Ball. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. That's one. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. Um, but yeah, I, I think I might just go back to Three Houses. That's I think I might just do the thing hey, I do on the Switch. One of the best tactical RPGs out there. It really is so deep, and the music is great. There's a, so. there's a lot going. That was the other thing when I came. And I'm like, there's so many mechanics. What does all this mean? Like, lots, <laughs> dude. Like, I'm glad I'm doing New Game Plus because now I can like relearn everything. That, you know, yeah. naturally, that feels nice. Uh, as opposed to doing what you're doing, where you're jumping in right in the middle of the story, trying to figure and, it all out. <laughs> yeah, so all and like, I know Gold Golden Deer story is really cerebral, from what I understand. Well, I am pretty big brained, thank you. <laughs> sure. God. Uh, I think I that, do I, I too understand. Let's Rick wrap it on that one. Don't let him <laughs> keep going. Gross yeah. to hear him yeah. say that. <laughs> yes, I am a Rick and Morty fan, thank you. <laughs> the one and only true Rick and Morty fan, because you understand uh, all right. the jokes. I have my own pickle Rick and everything. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> and that should do it for this week's episode of the Tech Raptor Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. And if you did, please leave a review on whatever platform you are listening on and share it with a friend. If you enjoyed our our, our goofs and gaffs and uh, Otten's big head, if if you had when fun. When there's video, you're going to see how fucking big this noggin is. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, the reason we hasn't done video yet is because he's setting up his pickle Rick Shrine. That's true. Podcast exactly. per podcast, I'm just going to start slowly adding a fisheye lens to his video. <laughs> <laughs> over the course of months, you'll see As it. In fully. I will start to step, but uh, sit further and further back to combat it. <laughs> um, and hey, let us know down below, uh, either on YouTube or on our site in the comments. Uh, what was your favorite announcement from the Nintendo Direct this week or last week? I guess. Are you interested in Harvestella? Are you big Pac-Man World Repack fan? Did you love watching Pac-Man with his dead eyes run straight into the camera? Because I did. That made me so happy. Um, <laughs> and also check out TechRepper.net where you can see reviews, features, news that we publish every day of the week. But if you want more of our show, we will be back next Monday. We'll see you then. 